Hi, everyone. Just wanted to let you know that Jim and Steve Watch a Show are now on social media. Please follow them on Instagram and Facebook at Jim and Steve Watch a Show. There, you can find out what TV show they will be watching next to enhance your listening experience. Also, feel free to give them suggestions for shows to watch or even a nerd challenge idea. Thanks for listening. Well, I mean, I'll let you kind of do that that segue because I, I honestly, I was looking for that, but I didn't quite, I didn't catch it. Who who was banned from TV on there? The the main host. Oh, th- that they haven't introduced yet. The one with the spider web on his eye. No, no, the guy above him, the one that that they the, were talking to through the computer. Oh, the AI guy. Yeah, he's the main host of the oh. show. Oh, and and he got banned that. in a prior season for like a year. Oh, and so to replace him, they had a dude wear his outfit with a paper mache head of him. Jim and Steve watch a show. Is it a Jim and Steve watch a show? You've never, never seen. <laughs> Welcome everybody to Jim and Steve watch a show, season two, episode seven, and in this episode, we're going to be watching. Takashi's or Takeshi's Castle. My name is Jim. My name is Steve. And Steve, would you like to tell everybody what our podcast is all about? Yes, I would. So every week we go through all the streaming services. We try to pick a show that you might not pick for one reason or another. We watch the first episode, give our opinions on it, and whether or not we watch the entire first season. Right. And again, in this episode, we're going to be taking a look at Takeshi's Castle. We like to start off with some basic background show information. So, Steve, what'd you find out? So, this is a Japanese game show, and it turns out that it was first made in 1986, and it was extraordinarily popular. Uh, It was shown in many different countries. I found out that in some countries, they would just remove all of the Japanese language and just dub it over in their home language And sometimes what they were saying would have nothing to do with what they should be saying. And so they would kind of play it for laughs or whatever. Like there's an American version that ran for two seasons where they just took the game show, but they made all their own commentary. Oh. Had nothing to do with what they were actually saying in in Japanese. Same Uh, same title? Yeah, same title. They just made it American somehow. Uh, for, For this one, we watched the 2023 remake. Uh, It was on Amazon Prime, and there are eight episodes, all of which were released on August 4th of 2023. Each episode runs 45 to like 53 minutes, so close to an hour long, but it was a pretty fast watch, I think. There there is a panel. I really can't say there's one actor in this because there's a panel of judges, then there's kind of like the on-field reporters, and there's just a lot of... A lot of things happening in this show. Yes, yes. there are always lots of things going lots on. Lots of things. You'll never get bored watching this show. No, you will not. That's so fascinating that this was exported to so many different uh, countries. I, I wonder where and when it aired in the States, because I, I honestly don't remember it. It was in the, the 20 teens for just oh. a couple of years. And I think it was like Spike TV is the one oh, okay. that picked up the rights to it gotcha. and just tried to make it American funny by... By saying whatever they said. Sure. And I feel like there was probably one evening in my life where I found that. Oh. But, I, but I'm not sure. Do you have a vague kind of Yeah, a, a of very it? vague, like, I may have seen something like this. Gotcha. Um, 
All right. Well, thank you for the for the rundown there. That brings us up to our summary challenge, and I believe I'm up first. Correct. That is correct. And um, so again, not a lot of characters. I should be good with this one. Although there's lots going on. <laughs> <laughs> that there is. So like. Like every episode, we like to try to summarize the episode in a minute or less, give or take. So I'm going to give it give it a shot here. So first off, just for some context, this is a, a game show. And I guess the basic premise is that contestants try to storm or reach uh, Takeshi's castle. And there are obstacles and physical challenges that they have to complete to try to try to get there. I'm a little fuzzy on some of the details, but I think that the show starts with a hundred or so contestants uh, from all different walks of, of life. And only the people who complete the challenge uh, or the activity can advance to the next challenge and hopefully eventually reach the, the castle. We don't really quite get there in the first episode. And there are some exceptions to the, to the rule, <laughs> to the rules at a time. Um, and that's, that's, that's pretty much it, it for me. That's, that's what I took away from the, the first episode. Very good. Very good. Okay, I will give it a shot. I might have a little bit more detail here and there, but that's pretty much what it is. So Takeshi's Castle is a Japanese game show. They have 100 contestants. If you don't pass an obstacle, you don't move on. So the first obstacle, I think three people didn't make it, and they all went home, and so now there's 97 people. Uh I was trying, like you said, there's a lot going on here. So they're storming the castle. They have a, a guy named Subaru Kamara, who is kind of like the contestants general. And there are seven gates. Each gate represents a different obstacle. There are branching paths. So you might have an obstacle that somebody else doesn't. Then if you get through all of that, you then arrive at Takeshi's castle, which as I understand it is kind of like fighting the final boss. And I think it involves bumper cars or go-karts uh, from what I could tell, but I'm guessing we'll get there in episode eight. What's so amazing is like when I hear, when I hear your summary, I'm like, how did I miss all that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I must not pay attention. It's like, it's a game show. <laughs> There's a hundred people. I got that. It just amazes me how much detail you pull out of it. They lay out this map <laughs> okay. and they show like all these things and are like, and don't forget about Subaru. He's like, yeah. And, <laughs> I, uh, do re- I do remember a guy named Subaru now that you mention it, Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe I was getting a snack or something. Yeah, well, but, yeah. you need that. You need that granola bar. <laughs> I do. You know, I run on granola bars. So, yep. <laughs> well, well done. So, hopefully, the viewers can or listeners can put together uh, what was going on in that first episode by our summaries. So now on to um, our points of interest and clarification needed for. And watching here comes this. the meat. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> so, what what do you have here? What would you like to, to talk so, about? Just like whenever we were talking about our love from the stars and uh, my roommate Zagumio. Yes. And we said how it seems like there's so many shows that involve mythological creatures. Yes. I almost fell into the same trap here because I'm like, do all, all Japanese game shows involve taking castles from each other? Because if you remember Santosha Battle Wheels, was basically the same plot. Same plot with cars. Where you had a shogun and you had like this warlord and he was trying to take his, his castle. So yes. I'm like, but this is only two. Maybe right. th- these are the only two that involve <laughs> castle taking. Right. Uh, maybe. Maybe. No, that's an odd coincidence though. Very much but, like yeah. 
Gumio and my love from the stars was an odd coincidence. So yeah, we just happened to find them. Yeah, either we're picking very strategically or or it's a pattern. Yeah. Yeah, yeah maybe <laughs> we have like a subconscious attraction to <laughs> Japanese castles and mythological creatures with many yeah. tails. The problem is clearly with us. <laughs> <laughs> well, and if you throw in Elena's ghost and there's a werehorse, I mean, that's actually three mythological. Maybe it's us. Maybe it's it is us. us. Clearly us. <laughs> All right. So I guess the biggest point of clarification is you have to know what the Japanese game show a lot of things just kind of happen that I don't even know if they know why they happen. <laughs> like there's this one part where they're trying to jump across these stepping stones and they're like, well, no one's made it yet. Let's make it much harder and have this dude in full plate armor chase them That's in a right. swamp. That's right. Oh, and let's have a guy dressed like a merman the spraying merman. with water. Yes. It's like, no one's made it yet. Why are yeah. you making this harder? Yeah, I, I was kind of... <laughs> confused by that one as well because that challenge particular challenge was so hard there would have been no reason to up the ante oh, I, mean, it was, <laughs> I was like why are you making it harder holy crap <laughs> right. so I, I guess the real point of a clarification is just know that whenever you're going into a show like this yes. there's a lot of crazy nonsense and yes. you're just buckling in for this ride because you're never going to understand why certain things are happening yeah i, I think that's well said um the other thing I, I had that, and I the other thing that I picked up on um, was that of the of the Japanese shows that I've seen, I haven't seen a ton of them. Um, they do seem to have commentators. There seems to be yes. like a group of individuals who are commenting on on things. So we watched this and Tosha Battle Wheels. You and I have also both watched a show called Terrace House. Terrace House, yeah, and it's the same kind of format. There seems to be sort of a group of people off away from the action who are kind of uh, commenting and making jokes. And I, I don't know if that's a trope in Japanese TV or if that just, again, happens to be a coincidence of the ones we, that we've seen so far. It's almost like watching a reaction video on YouTube. So yeah. you watch it and then you watch somebody else who watched it and they tell you what they felt about it. I have to say that that's oftentimes the most entertaining part for me in these shows. Oh, and these commentators are funny. They're funny. Yeah. They're good. Yeah. So it, su surprise works surprisingly well. You wouldn't think yep. that on paper, but when you see it, you're like, this is really fun. No, I, I got to say Japan knows how to make a game show. They do. They really do. <laughs> yeah. And that brings me to another point of clarification that kind of goes back to Santosha battle wheels again. Okay. When I was on the research for this show, the, the main host, had gotten banned from the game show, not this version, but the one before it. Right. And he had like a year ban for some interaction he had had with reporters. And in order to replace him, they just got some dude, had him dress in the same clothes, and they made a paper mache head that <laughs> looked like the guy. Right. And then he just pretended to be the guy. Right. And in, in Santosha Battle Wheels, one of those guys, they made a big deal about he was not allowed on TV for a couple of years. And so we had wondered if that was a thing in Japan and, and you had found something out about that. Yeah. Uh, so I, I have a friend who lives in Japan and I asked them uh, about this and they did confirm that in fact, um, there's some kind of strict rules of conduct. It seems for media personalities there so that if I think you said like, if somebody's rude to a, a reporter, if they do something unsavory, it appears then that they're often kind of banned from the, the show and may even be requested by like their agent or manager 
to kind of go into seclusion, like stay at, at home. Um, I'm not 100% sure on all of those details, but that does uh, seem to be a, a thing that happens. I can't tell you how much I would love it if we had a rule like that in America. <laughs> like, you know, it's American Idol 20 years ago and Ryan Seacrest says something controversial. And next week, there's just a dude wearing a paper mache Ryan Seacrest head, and he's acting like he's him. Oh, I would love that so much. And Ryan is banished to his house. Yeah, and he's secluded. He's on sabbatical for six months. Exactly. He's, yeah. he's becoming one with nature. It definitely changed the 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 lay of the media landscape in, in the States, yep. for sure. Um, so, yeah, that, that's great background to have because I think we were both conf- confused a little bit. by It just keeps coming that. up, right? It does, yeah. Um, I guess the only other point of clarification I had, it's just a touchstone because I like to say maybe what the show is similar to is the sets at least look a little bit like Wipeout. I don't know if you've seen that. Yes. I don't know if you've seen that show. And I, and I had made that same comparison, but then I thought, but you know what? I think Wipeout is actually copying them. I agree. Because they've been around since 86. Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea because I sort of, I was, I I see that Wipeout's kind of franchised in the same way to different. Yep. countries but i think you're right i think we might be able to trace wipeout back just in terms of just like some of the mechanicals of the yep uh, some of the layouts uh, it, it looks very very similar so if somebody likes wipeout this is like wipeout wipeout on steroids yes with paper mache <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes um all right so those uh some points of interest clarification i think to wrap your head around the show so on to positives strengths of the show things that you like all right, Steve. So what did you like about this, this show? So as we said, I thought the commentators were great. I thought the jokes were great. I thought the randomness was great. Uh, we only saw three, three obstacles. And yes. Yeah, I think three. And, and they're all fun. They were all fun to watch. So I can only think that as you go through these episodes, they're going to keep ramping up either in difficulty or just in ridiculousness. Right. And so I thought that was all good. I, I really enjoyed this show. Uh, I had very similar comments. I thought it was fun. Lots of unexpected surprises. And to, to tease our, our listeners here a little bit, you already mentioned some of the, there's a merman, <laughs> there's mascots, there's a team of boy band, like a boy band team. There's a middle-aged office worker team. There's a parkour yep. team. There's samurai. There's an AI floating head. There's pro wrestlers. There's DJs. I mean, and, well, and, and they, they brought <laughs> back um, some contestants from 1986. Yeah, that's right. So you could be as young. I think the youngest contestant was 12. Yeah. And then up to 60. 60, right. And so yeah. there were people that were 12 years old in 86 that they brought back now to compete as, you know, like a middle-aged person. Yeah. And, and like, it was just like, if, if you have <laughs> any interest in life, there is a team that somehow represents you in this competition. Yeah. Uh, I definitely could relate to the middle-aged office. Right. <laughs> For sure. But I... Yeah, I mean, it just had so many kind of fun elements going on. That, it did. Again, there's never a dull moment with it. Um, so very similar comments that you had. So as far as weaknesses or drawbacks or things that, that you didn't like, what did you have here? I, I only had two. Okay. My first one is, and I think you would uh, mention it as well, is they made the first real obstacle so impossibly hard that nobody passed it. Yeah. And that leads into my second drawback <laughs> is then they just said, well, you all 
failed, but we like you. So we're going to send you 17 people yes. through, but the other 45 have to go home. And it's like, based on what? Even the commentator is like, why are we sending <laughs> yeah. these people through? Yeah, they, yeah, they, they made so many comments about it. I think they were just as, as like, kind like of baffled. taking it back. Yeah. yeah. Um, I had the exact same thing. that We were right on the same page. I said the rules are suspect. Not the first one. Like, the first challenge made sense. Made total sense. Yeah, but the one where, like, Nobody passed it. They're like, yeah, just pushing people through so we have a show. And you're kind of like, eh. Eh, Why didn't you save this for later? Well, and I mean, I don't think it's much of a spoiler because it's a game show, but you're hopping from rock to rock. Some of the rocks are solid footing. Some of them sink right into the water. And if you fall off, you're out. Well, you're not allowed to watch the person that went before you. And so they have no idea idea. that any of these rocks sink. Mm -hmm. There's no way in heck you're going to get through that. And they're placed right on the path. Yeah, like, where I, do you, I, I, you don't even have a choice. No. And and that was the same event you were talking about where they thought, well, nobody's passing it. That's at a, a merman and it somebody chasing you with the water. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't help anybody. So I, I said the rules are a little suspect. And I, I would think that was probably the only drawback. Well, and then they I had, had a dude well. in armor chasing them. Yes. But he was so slow, they fired him in the middle of the show. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, just get out of here. You're done. <laughs> so, so again, just random nonsense. You know, if that's the only drawback, I think we're doing it. Oh, no. Doing, I, I mean, doing all right. On it's good. Story. It's good. Yeah. Which leads us to our, our question of, would we watch the in, entire season? Um, so w- would you watch all these episodes? I think this is an easy ask. Eight episodes, 45 to 53 minutes each. Yeah. They're all fun. You don't, I mean, even if you don't speak Japanese, which I don't, you you could have it on mute and you yeah. would still be able to watch this with no problem. So sure. I think it's a very easy ask. I'd watch the first season. That's the only season I watch the whole thing. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm the same way. It's a definite yes for me. I had a lot of fun watching it. And uh, like you, I, I think it's just a, a fun. Yeah, if you want to kind of switch off up. and watch this, yeah, it's, it's, yep. it'll be full of surprises. I was surprised many times <laughs> <laughs> within, within the hour. Um, all right, so we both both liked it, both ranked it, that yes, we would watch it. Uh, so now we need to put it on our, our list. This is the seventh show that we've watched this wow. season. Oh, so where are... Where are you going to put this on your list? And and so it's the same problem that we have, I think, every week. Mm. How do you take hostile days (laughs) and then hold it up against Takeshi's castle and say apples to apples? Like, it's just impossible. But but having said that and and having to rank these, this one jumps right to the top to me. Nice. Okay. Like, this is number one for me. I I enjoy random nonsense, and that's what this is. (laughs) You know, I... Very, very similar. I, I really debated. I'm like, kind of went back and forth. I ended up putting it third under the neighbor and hyperdrive mm-hmm. because I thought, well, it's it's a game show and it doesn't have a narrative and stuff like that. But man, just talking about it makes me want to change that <laughs> already. <laughs> this is like a great water cooler show in a way is, because yeah. there's just so much to take away from each episode. I think you might convince me to move it up on the on, on the list. You go it's, with your heart. <laughs> it's really it's a really good watch, um, and I, I honestly think I am probably going to watch some more episodes of it. I, I think I will too. Yeah, um, so definitely up there within the within the top three to be determined. I there guess. you go. I'm, I'm always so wishy washy on my rankings. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so that that brings us up to our our nerd challenge, and 
nerd challenge for you this time. It is my turn. And um, I think I hit a sweet spot here where I was thematic with this episode. And also, I think something that is in your wheelhouse, something that you would. would Ooh, like. exciting. All right. You are in charge of creating a modern game show based on the Running Man movie. Ooh. In, in, intrigued? <laughs> <laughs> You've got me so far. So here are the, uh, the details that we need to know is if you're the showrunner. So what city? I think the first one was L.A., if I'm right on that. I think so, yes. Post-apocalyptic L.A., I can't remember. Yep. Who, who's the host? Like, And it has to be like a modern okay. living person. So who's going to host this? And then name at least one actor to play one of the stalkers. Like, you know, I think they had like, you know, four or five. Sub-Zero and yeah. uh, Buzzsaw and yeah. yeah. And if you want to, you can take that extra step and say what their specialty oh. and specialty of, of eliminating <laughs> players happens to be if, if you want extra credit. Right. Okay. Okay. So we're, we're assuming that this is for real. Yeah. Like so people are so, actually going on there and they're actually dying. And Right. So I, I guess if, if, if listeners haven't heard this, the running man premise was basically if you're a prisoner, you could go on this game show. And if you, if you escaped like the, the obstacle course and you escaped all the killers, you get pardoned and like a vacation, right? Correct. Right. So, so, yes, so they believe. Yes. So they believe. So <laughs> the, the whole, whole premise is the same. It's like you're a prisoner. Um, you, you can get released if you make it through and there might be a vacation waiting for you at, well, at, I, at the end. Well, I, you know what? I might give them a vacation up front because I'm going to say <laughs> Tijuana, Mexico. Okay. Oh, okay. So that's that's yeah. where it's going to take place. That, okay. it'll, it'll be in Tijuana because okay. you have, reasonably good weather. Okay. A huge amount of crime. Okay. And I think you'd have a, a pretty ready conveyor belt of prisoners that would do this. Okay. And so I'm saving on transportation costs. Okay. okay. Logistical concerns. Yeah, good. Right. All right. Okay. So now for a host. Yes. Ooh. I think this is tricky. It, it is because you, you need someone that has a lot of charisma. Mm but not someone that's over the top annoying. Yes. You know, I, I, I'm going to go way off here. Yeah. I want Patrick Stewart. Oh, really? I, I, that's I, a I bold think choice. He bring, I think he brings something to it. Like a, I, I like really do because he, you know how we talked about like, yeah, yeah. Like last, last season I was saying with Kunk on earth, mm -hmm. as soon as you hear someone speak in that British accent, <laughs> it immediately true. goes up a notch. <laughs> that's right. You, you bring me that. I yeah. think he's going to be a good host. That's true. He would elevate it. Right. So it, that, it would be that's, classier. Yeah. That that's a really bold choice. Cause I was thinking kind of something different that you were going to pick. So that's, oh, that's really interesting. I, and, and I was headed that direction. Like, wait a minute. Yeah, Patrick. If not him, then Morgan Freeman. Yeah, same same wheelhouse. Like yeah, same you kind of get the same thing, right? Yeah. Now, excellent, excellent. Now, if I'm really looking for good money, I think I would take Jason Momoa. Oh yeah, as Aquaman, <laughs> as Aquaman, as one of the hunters, because now <laughs> I'm getting those DC dollars. There you go. I'm saving transportation <laughs> by being on location in Mexico. I'm I'm making bank. Yes, you are. So you can do, you get the merchandising stuff already. Yeah, he just up. comes out as Aquaman and he's got the trident as <laughs> yeah. his trademark weapon. And he's just spearing dudes. That's excellent. 
So now I, I you know, I got to know what you think. Yeah, I put some, some thought in, into this. Um, Great one. I'm such a, a sucker for like, well, you know, like those, these, these shows always seem like they have, they're kind of tethered to like a desolate urban environment, like escape from New York, escape from yes. LA or something like that. So I'd have to go with some kind of urban center like that, like New York, Chicago, Detroit, something like that. Right. Um, personally. Who's the host? It's so funny that like you went one captain of the Enterprise. I went the other. I, I thought <laughs> William, William Shatner would be great at this. Oh, no, I'm down with that. I can totally see him just kind of sitting in a chair yeah. and just watching the action. And oh, I, I like that. Um, I, I couldn't really think of. I, I don't know. That's the first person that, that came to mind that could just kind of lend that a certain something to it. But I really like your, your Patrick Stewart answer. And then an actor to play at least one of the, the stalkers or, or hunters. You know, when you really think action stars now are a bit bit limited, I think Jason Momoa was a good choice. I mean, I guess the other one that popped in my head immediately was, was The Rock. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I, and I'm not sure what his, like, his patented, like, move move would be but he's such a big guy it'd almost be like i don't know where he, he knocks you out with like a single punch or something or he like right bear hugs you to death something, something kind of gimmicky like oh like yeah that. I, I he's got wrestling experience yeah that's true yeah you think um, about it but i don't yes <laughs> you're so quick because you've already set up your, your logistics media uh marketing my expanded universe (laughs) (laughs) well i'll probably struggle in the ratings and and never get off the ground but But because you know you gotta pay more to film in america i'm getting the deal by going south of the border (laughs) you know getting some tax credits maybe that's right (laughs) yeah wonderful excellent answer that was a lot of fun thank you for that one sure um i hope everybody enjoyed our look at uh takeshi's castle Please join us next week when we pick another show out of the streaming universe to review. Until then, my name is Jim. My name is Steve. Thank you. Jim and Steve watch a show. Was it a Jim and Steve watch a show? Was it they watch a show you never see?